Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the Cyber Pro Podcast. Five questions in nine minutes. I could never sleep. Let's get right to it. Patrick, who are you and what do you do? Hey, Rick. My name is Patrick Gillespie. So I am a manager of a network penetration testing team and GuidePoint Security. I am also a CEO or the CEO of Boost to Cyber. So I've been in IT and cybersecurity for about 18 years now. Nice. So, so a lot going on in your world. A lot going on. And, and I also know that you are a, a veteran as well as a number of the folks that you work with. So thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Talk to me about why you love being in cybersecurity. So what I've loved about cyber is personally, and more of a selfish reason is it's constantly changing, right? I, I don't get bored. I hate being bored. So since even in IT, before I was technically cyber or offensive security, you know, there's always something more to learn, right? Um, some new technology, some something new come out, you know, that everybody has to buy and you have to figure out how it works. So on the, the other side of it is being able to help others protect what they care about. So whether that's a business owner that has a small business and doesn't gets all this information about how bad cyber attacks are and all the damages it could do to his or her business, you know, because all it takes is one employee clicking a link, you get ransomware and your business could shut down forever, right? And you've built work so hard for that. So we can come in and help, help protect those small businesses, you know, help protect those jobs. Because there have been so many times where a company or small business does have to close their doors after a ransomware attack, didn't have the proper backups, didn't have, you know, any, any way to, you know, recover that data. Um, so that's, those are kind of the two big things that what I like about, about cybersecurity and the technology in general. That's, that's amazing. And I know it seems to be a big trend with people like us, just just not wanting to be bored. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's a a good thing. Yeah. The world talks about cybersecurity as a top concern and it's all over the news every day, but, but what does that mean to you? So for me, being a top concern is really about the risk and the threats. So there are, so, you know, you're an army vet too. So when you're preparing for a mission, you know, there's always going to be obstacles. Now, whether that's human error on your own side, you know, insider threats is the biggest successful attack mistakes, right? You're going to have mistakes. We're all human. You know, chat GPT hadn't taken over our jobs yet. So, um, well, uh. So for the top, the top issues though is again, plans are great, but there's going to be obstacles, right? Whether that's your own, like I said, you know, mistakes that you make, there's going to be competition, there's going to be, you know, enemy forces, so on and so forth. You have to be aware of that because you can't just say, I'm going to go make a business and we're going to do this great thing to help people. But if we don't protect ourselves, we're just opening ourselves up for disaster essentially. So being able, like I kind of mentioned, kind of answered on, on the other question was, you know, helping protect what you care about, you know, because when you're a business owner, you're, you're responsible for not only your employees, but their families, right? You're, you're their livelihood. You know, there was a business in Arkansas, Little Rock, a few years ago, right before Christmas, got ransomware, business had no backups, they shut down, 300 employees lost their job in December because of ransomware. So it's like things like that that are... So those are the top concerns. Now, you know, it's it can be overwhelming though, especially for those that don't have a technology and a lot of business leaders don't have that background as an IT, you know, IT person or cyber technical person. 
um, you know, stuff from, you know, COs and CISOs, but it's, it can be overwhelming too, because, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that you hope it never happens, um, but you sometimes got to put a lot of effort into, you know, the protection and the defense and those sorts of things. So, so to me, I think the top concern would be just, you know, not putting yourself out there as being a, you know, a weak, a weak target, um, you know, and, and providing the proper training and resources for your people to, you know, not only protect their work data, but their, their personal data, because that will affect your business as well if, you know, if they're not taking good hygiene, cyber hygiene at home too, and their personal, personal uh, accounts and so on and so forth. Patrick, I appreciate and respect your holistic views on, you know, the, the ownership and, and the cybersecurity concerns for not just the person, the employee, the family, very refreshing. Take that and, and, and whatever else is on your mind and, and share the insights that you'd like to share with our network of cyber folks. Yeah. So the biggest insight I have for those that are in cyber, I know it's, it's tough, right? You're either possibly working a sock, you know, eight, 10, 12 hour shift. You're, you're defending your, your company's network or you're defending a thousand clients, right? You know, going through, you know, SIM logs from from their EDRs and NDRs and those sorts of things. I know it can be be tiresome, but just, you know, don't don't stay where you're at, right? Always continually to in, uh, progress. So try to figure out. So with cyber, there are dozens of roles, right, that you can do. You know, not everybody's meant to be a hacker, right? You know, pen testing thing. You know, that's not, that's not for everybody, right? But neither is governance, risk, and compliance, GRC. So there's, and those are two broad differences, but there's a ton more, right? So you can be a part of cyber without having to do those mainstream ethical hacker things, right? So you can be involved with, you know, basic hygiene and, you know, learning, learning about the NIST compliance and, you know, CIS level one, you know, those sorts of things to help your own environment. But even if you're in IT, you know, they won't, you know, um, you can help defend, you know, the network, the part that you're responsible for essentially, but but the, the, the biggest piece of insight that I can do, whether that's for your career, for the job you're in, for your next step, is don't do it alone, right? Um, kind of where I wore, wore this shirt today. Um, so you don't, you're not going to know everything, right? And even when you do know everything, you're not going to learn anything more, right? So you, you got to keep learning. There's Read books, you know, they don't have to be technical books, you know, read leadership books, read just, you know. Be a better be be a better person because the more you can relate and talk to others, because you know, with the whole social media in the last twenty years and everybody's connected digitally, you know we've we've quit making phone calls on our telephones, right? So a lot like my kids, teenagers, they don't understand making a phone call. You know what I do that, right? You know, and that makes them anxious, very nervous, right? And I see that even in uh, you know entry level people is you got to rely on others right because you may love networking and understand that piece you know routing and switching but you're not you're probably not going to understand the development side right the the you know maybe DevSecOps or so, so you need to you know find people find your group or your tribe to walk with you in your career that way when you do have a obstacle in your path in your career or a task in a job it's like you're not going to be able to know be an expert in python and all these things you know even as an ethical hacker you're not there's so much yeah there are your amazing wonderful geniuses that can you know go write you know malware and uh do reverse engineering but 
I've been doing pen testing for several years and I, that, I just can't do that, but I know who to call like, Hey, we're trying to, you know, evade this, this antivirus and that's not my area, but you need to be able to know who to go to and have that relationship formed in the early stages. That way you're not just reaching out and calling somebody for help, you know, kind of deal. So, so the biggest thing is just, you know, whatever path you're on, wherever you're at now, um, just, you know, keep moving forward, but definitely, definitely don't do it alone. I like that. And it, and it, it just reminds me of, of that military perspective, right? That team perspective. So I can see, I can see how that is fashioned your current perspective. Patrick, fun question, final question. What's your favorite piece of retro technology that just makes you smile? Actually behind me, I have a, uh, our, uh, or actually my wife and I both have our original Nintendo from the eighties. She actually has the uh, original box. It's um, have a background. I already see my nasty shop, but that, and we have an old uh, arcade system too. So I get try to get my kids off of their uh, virtual reality and back. To, so we have a CRT TV, twenty seven inch, weighs one hundred and fifteen pounds. So that we we played Duck Hunt quite often. So that's probably probably our favorite piece. So I love that your wife has hers as well. So I can tell that you married, you married into the nerd family. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And have a lot. Yeah. She has her original box from 1989. So it's cool. Wow. Patrick, thank you for being on the cyber pro podcast. Thank you. Thank you for watching the cyber pro podcast. Make sure to like, and follow. So you don't miss out on new guests and future content.